0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to How We Got Here, UVM Stories, the podcast where we talk to University of Vermont alumni to share their stories, talk about experiences that help them get to where they are to help both students and alumni make the most of their careers. So welcome to the first episode. We've got a really, really great guest on the show today, Megan Winter, a 2017 University of Vermont graduate who's currently a product manager at Wayfair a very popular technology company based in Boston, Massachusetts. And the product manager role is a very attractive discipline in in any technology organization. So Megan's only been out of school for a few years, but she's been able to get uh, onto that career track. And we talk about her story. And in it, we talk about how one professor's quick advice really launched her career. And we go on from there to discuss how details matter and how she's leveraged networking to help overcome a stalled job application. And we give advice for introverted students. We talk about starting small and doing things that scare you. So, you know, this is a great conversation, again, both for students and alumni. I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned here, and I hope you enjoy it, so let's dive in. So welcome, Megan, to the first episode of the show. I am so excited to have you. I just wanted you to to introduce yourself, you know, what year you graduated the University of Vermont, what your major was, and then just talk a little bit about what you're what you're working on today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having me, John. So, like you mentioned, my name is Megan Winter. I graduated from UVM in 2017 and I studied business analytics with a minor in computer science. And today I am a product manager at Wayfair located in Boston, Massachusetts. And my job is basically to work in the intersection of business problems and tech. So, I use technology to help make Wayfair's transportation more efficient, getting customer orders to you a little bit more smoothly.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I'm actually a product manager myself, uh, so it's very impressive that you graduated only a few years ago and you've already uh, moved into a, a role like that. So let's take a step back. Let's just talk about your experience choosing colleges. How did you decide on the University of Vermont?
1: Yeah, when I was looking at colleges, actually, I was working with a college advisor, and UVM was not on the list there. But (laughs) yeah, it's funny how that happens. But when I was looking at colleges with my brother, he's three years older than me, and he was looking around, and I had to go on all of the trips, of course. And one of the trips, we went to Burlington, Vermont to see Champlain College, and we couldn't get a tour of UVM, but we could get one of Champlain. And I just fell in love with Burlington. And so when it was my my turn to go to school, I was like, oh I love Burlington, let's try to go back to Champlain College. And as you'll have it, Champlain couldn't get us in a tour but UVM could. <laughs> and okay. I, I fell in love with UVM's campus. I fell in love with Burlington, Vermont, I love the mountains and I really liked that there was a smaller business school within a larger university yep. but it also wasn't like I wasn't surrounded by all business students so I could be around people who didn't necessarily think the same way as me which I really liked.
0: For sure. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And then so you choose UVM. So I'm assuming you knew you were going to go into the business school?
1: Yes, I knew I was going to go into the business school.
0: Okay. And then from there, how did you because I I know you mentioned business analytics, how did you sort of navigate to what your focus area was going to be?
1: Yeah. So I actually, I started out in marketing because I was like, wow, you know, I really like using the creative juices. Maybe I'll go into graphic design. My brother's, you know, really artistic. Like maybe I can pick that up. And and I wanted to work in advertising right. and commercials and, you know, making print advertising things like that and I got to school and I realized I'm not artistic but I am creative I really like technology and I learned about business analytics through my general education courses and I learned about computer science because I needed to choose a minor and I was like oh I, I can do this and kind of went from there
0: yeah yeah, that that's awesome. Okay, so you're at Wayfair today. You're in a product management position. You were in the the business school at UVM. Could you talk about just some of your experiences throughout school that helped you to get to the the position that you are today?
1: Yeah. So I would say it's you know it's a lot of little steps to get you there, <laughs> and I think you know yeah, it's. Sure. I'm a very driven person, and I think connections are key. So part of how we met John is actually a very big part of of that story. (laughs) And so... Absolutely. So so basically we had you know the professional development course where we had to go to different events and I think it was really good it forced you to get outside of your comfort zone and meet people and you know making those connections and I came in as a marketing student I didn't know what I wanted to do I didn't know that product management was a thing I had no idea what business analytics was but the only way to figure it out and see if it was something that fit with me was to talk with people and say you know hey you know what's your story how would you get here yeah. and understanding that no one's past is super linear like you know it's not your career isn't where you exactly what you thought it would but that's actually okay and most of the time it turns out for the better and so you know getting that inspiration talking with a bunch of people going to career panels has been really helpful because you know you you don't necessarily align with every person that you hear but you find that one person and you're like hey you know I really like what you do it's not necessarily that I can follow your steps, but can you help right. me get to the place where you are currently? And so I think that that helped a lot. Yeah. Um, and then also just being super motivated, driven and efficient with my time. And so I think one of my biggest mantras is work smarter, not harder. And so, you know, you can work 12 hours a day to get you those yep. promotions, but that's actually not what's going to do it. It's, you know, making those strategic moves and and right. thinking creatively and just always trying to improve yourself and use those opportunity areas as ways that you can make yep. yourself stronger.
0: Yeah, I love that. And and the reference that you had just mentioned of us meeting to all the listeners, I had met Megan at the roundtable and she came prepared with, with the business card. And I was just telling students how important it is to ask uh, questions not necessarily related to... You know, I work at a company that has a gym, and, and people were like, "Oh, that's cool that you have a gym," and more about the actual business side of things. And and Megan came really prepared to that, and I was able to connect her with someone at Wayfair, and then she did the rest. Right? She ended up in in, in this awesome position. So one of the things that you said, Megan, is that you weren't even aware of the product management domain and and position. And I, when I was in school, there was a lot of positions that that didn't exist, but did later on. Did you run into a product manager or was it something that once you got into Wayfair and you networked and you figured out that that was a path forward? That's
1: a great question. I think it, I have to give props to the recruiter because I, yeah, I applied yeah. for a few jobs at Wayfair because we had talked about Wayfair and I really wanted to work at a tech company and I liked Boston. And, and so I-, yeah. I put in a few applications and it was actually not anywhere near product management. And so what happened was I didn't hear back for a while and I, I found a recruiter that I had mutual connections with. It's all about the connections (laughs) and being persistent. And so I, yeah and and I reached out and I said hey you know I haven't heard anything you know can you help me out and they asked for my resume and they said oh actually you're a lot more technical than the role you applied for let me put you into a different application pool and so that recruiter actually put me in the hiring funnel for um, the product management internship and so you know out of that you're not a product manager from the get-go but it's on that track of you get promoted and then you move to product management so it was was kind of luck it was kind of my prior experiences aligned with product management even though you I always liked product management, but I never had a word for it. I think that's probably the best way to describe it.
0: <laughs> that's great. So it sounds, you know, walking by by faith, not by sight in in a way where you, you know, you develop some experiences and then you networked. I, I think that, that that's the key thing for students. So along those lines, what what advice would you have for students at the University of Vermont today? I
1: would say... That your professors give really great advice and to listen to the little things. You kind of mentioned, you know, going to a networking event with those business cards. That was some advice from a professor. You know, you just they say it and it's really fast and it takes two seconds to that yeah. they say it, but you have to catch on to it and say, Oh yes, I should go do that. And that's what's really going to set you above and beyond. Yeah. One of my first professors at UVM had also said, along with the get business cards and hand them out to impress people, had also said after an interview, within 24 hours, you need to send a thank you note to the people who interviewed you, just thanking them for their time. And now that I am actually participating in interviewing candidates, I've interviewed probably 12 candidates now in the past month and a half. And I received one thank you note. And that person was by far the the most phenomenal candidate I've ever interviewed. And it, and it made a difference. Wow. It was like, wow, okay, like I can see that this person, it, it's not necessarily about the thank you, but it shows the initiative that I thought to do this and made sure to do it within a certain period of time. Right. And we had already made up our mind that, you know, you're we going to hire her, but it was just kind of that icing on the cake that really solidifies that decision. So I would say just, you know, if yeah. you if you want to shine, just do the little things and make a difference to help yourself stand out
0: yeah no I, I I love that because I'm gonna reiterate it when you presented business cards at that roundtable, I remember thinking I've never <laughs> ever seen a student do that and just just it's just taking the time and and the details matter and I think we're both product managers so we understand but when a company is going to hire you and they're going to take a chance on you they they want to know that you're reliable and that you can show up and I think, something like a business card or a thank you note just shows that you're you're thoughtful that you have some empathy and I think that those are are really important. I think it's tough for students to see that early on, but I think, you know, like you mentioned, attending career panels, attending as many events as you possibly can is really going to help. And would you would you say that you're an introvert, an extrovert, somewhere in between? Like where where oh, do you fall? I've
1: been debating spot? this recently. I I might be somewhere in between but maybe more towards the extrovert. I don't like I don't thro- like my favorite party is a board game party. <laughs> but I do love those board game parties. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I love that. I love that.
0: So for students cuz cuz one thing, you know, I notice a lot is is that they're shy. They haven't had that demonstrated performance to build the confidence. So what what's some piece of pieces of advice that you'd have for introverted students who They want to do the networking thing, but they feel nervous and, you know, they're not quite sure if if they're up to it.
1: I would say if you're surrounded in an area where you are given those kind of external pushes. So for me, those external pushes where I I was in a class and I needed to go to these events, like that was enough of a little bit of a push. That was something that wasn't, you know, I'm not necessarily taking the initiative to do it myself, but it's somewhat imposed upon me, but I'm going to make the best out of that situation that is made to make me feel uncomfortable. And by feeling uncomfortable, Going a few times, you get more comfortable each time. And of course, you're still always nervous, but, you know, you're not quite as anxious as you were before. And I would say if if you don't have those situations where, you know, you're required to go to this thing for class, you don't have that external push. I would say just start small and remember that. It, it gets easier with practice. So the first time you apply for an internship, it's much more stressful, but you'll notice yeah. that the next time that you go to apply for an internship, you already have the cover letter format down that you've spent hours and hours and hours figuring out You know how to make it best. So you're spending much less time and that's a way that you can also see your yeah. comfort level and your confidence with your skills and how that relates to the jobs that you're applying for and the places that you want to be.
0: I love it, the start small, because I'm, I'm a lot like you where... Like I, I can definitely be an extrovert, but also there's pieces that are introverted. And when I was a student, it was really tough for me to go to those events. But once I started just show up and and <laughs> even if you do a lap and don't talk to anybody the first time as a first year and the next year, a half a step forward, I, I think that can help you to grow. So how do you, you know, having, having not taken classes on product management how do you educate yourself and learn? How do I
1: train myself, you know, each day? A lot of it is like learn by doing, learn by fire. (laughs) That's a little bit of the nature at Wayfair where you see people, you see strong product managers that you can aspire to be like, and you learn what they're doing. And I think, you know, I have coffee with people. I try to have coffee about three or four times a week with different product managers throughout Wayfair. So not just within my, my department, but all throughout, because it's, good to know, hey, how do you manage your sprints? You know, what does this look like? What are the issues that you have on your teams? How do you do road mapping? All of those right. questions just kind of like crowdsourcing and then seeing, okay, here are five ways to do it from the 10 people I've talked to. What way do I think makes sense for my team? And so just using that of like yeah. other people's experiences to try to, my manager calls it your toolbox, which I think is, is really helpful. So it's, you know, there's a hundred ways to do product. You put all those ways in your yeah. toolbox and then you figure out, get Given this point in time, what do you need right now? And what's best for your team? How do you move forward? Your job is to basically take out roadblocks and make us go right. faster and play mind games. <laughs> so that way you can work to your fullest potential. And so it's just been a lot of learning and asking questions and reaching out. And then to to the second part of that question of like, you know, what sorts of classes could be helpful, I would say the biggest things for me was learning SQL learning database I think that was really helpful. other than that there's probably other courses that might be a little bit more relatable but if you're interested in learning about product General Assembly has some really good courses, kind of the crash courses and just taking a look there outside of your university because you're not just limited to that.
0: Those are all really good points and what what I hope that people listening whether you're a student or even even an alumni, you have to continue to educate yourself you know, even after you graduate, and you have to seek out information. And I think that that's just a good habit to develop while you're in school. Because when you connect with people, you seek information, you ask people how they do, you know, things a certain way. You reminded me of
1: like never stop learning and always keep reaching out even after graduation, you know, and and I also subscribe to a bunch of newsletters of like what is product management and I have a folder that things automatically go to and I don't see them every day. It's more of the sort of thing where it's like I have a few hours here. I'm going to read some really interesting articles and they're not people who it's not professors. It's just people like us who have a blog or something and post articles on Medium, but it's it's the thought provoking things that challenge your way of thinking and that's what's going to help you grow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I I totally agree. I totally agree. And you know, it, it just it is so fascinating to me too because we all tend to think, I mean, I remember thinking, okay, I'm I'm done with with school. I've I've graduated, but you know, no more homework, no more of this and that, but I mean, it really it really does continue and I think that that's um, you know, an an important part. And that's something that students can do now if if there's topics that they're interested in and that's why I hope you know, we get people uh, to listen to this podcast and hear about a diverse, you know, group of, of career experiences, but you're still pretty early on. I mean, you're two, almost three years out of school, you're already in, you know, a product management position, which it, it that's a difficult one to attain. And so I mean where, where do you see yourself in in the next Ooh, five uh, years. Five. I
1: think, you know, a lot of a lot of what I try to do in my professional development is I try to move quickly, but also I, I really want to not be one of those millennials that's like, I deserve this thing but when it's too soon. I think like the first perhaps even like 10 years after you graduate is like so many things are not expected and you just never know what's going to come. I think like I have a better idea of, you know, the next 10 years where I want to be, but in the next five, I'm just going to try to keep working hard.
0: I like that. And I think that that's really important too, is, is, you know, if, if you're a student, it's, you have the opportunity now to just try a bunch of different things, figure out what, what you like, work hard, and see what opportunities come your way. Because I I mean, I found, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you found this too, because you've been promoted a few times, you know, the harder your work, the the luckier you, you tend to get and opportunities sort of come your way. And, you know, I, I actually like it. I think it's good when you think about the next, you know, 10 years. Okay. Yes. I want to be at a certain level, but, but five years, I think for most of us, and, and even for me a little bit, it's, I still want to taste different things. I still want to try, you know, and, and understand different aspects of, of business and, you know, develop more expertise, but just continually diversifying my knowledge base because you never know, you know, in, in two or three years, there may be a new discipline that neither of us have ever, you know, heard of because of all the new technologies that are coming out. And maybe we are best suited yeah. to, to step into a role. So you just, you just never know. So, you know, kind of wrapping up here is there anything else any other experiences or or you know pieces of advice for students one more piece
1: of advice i would say Don't be afraid to do what scares you. I think, you know, as we're talking about not just and and this isn't just relevant to students, but also alumni, like the scariest things I've done career wise have been the most impactful. And so, you know, whether it's reaching out to someone going, you know, reaching out to someone on LinkedIn, going to networking events, going to alumni events or, you know, at work, you get an opportunity to lead a team and you're not ready. If you're being asked to do something, even though you're you might not be ready now, it shows that people think that you're capable of doing it, and so you know you get those opportunities. Just just go for it. And the worst thing that happens is that okay, you actually weren't ready for it, but at least you got the opportunity to yeah. try to stretch.
0: Yeah, I I think that's great advice, and and that mm-hmm. ties back in earlier to what you said about start small and put yourself. You know, go walk into that career fair and walk out. And then the next time go talk to one person and then two people and three people. And, you know, I found similar things in my career where I haven't done certain roles, but I just say yes. And then I figure it out and I connect with people on LinkedIn and just networking and and talking to other this podcast and bring people like you on to share your experiences and hopes that it relates to a student and that your story strikes a chord. And you know, that may, maybe a student will listen to this and, and reach out to you and, and there's a connection. And I mean, that's how, you know, frankly, like you and I, we met at that event. And, you know, I had a good friend at, at Wayfair and I felt very confident about recommending someone bringing business cards. you it meant, it meant you took it seriously. And, and then you, like I said before, you've just, you've done the rest and you're in a product management role, which it's is difficult to, to get. It's a very attractive role in, in the technology business. So congratulations to you on that. Thank you for listening to the first episode of How We Got Here, the UVM podcast. Make sure to subscribe. We're going to have lots of new episodes for you planned. And if you have an alumni that you would like to recommend to join this podcast, please, please, please consider emailing me at Torrey, T-O-R-R-E-Y dot Jonathan, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N at gmail.com to set up an introduction. Have a great day.